Welcome to One Topic, a discussion with a College of Business faculty instructor, staff member, or student about what's on their mind at the moment. We pick one topic and have a great conversation. Today, I chat with my guest, Jessica Norwood, about getting things done. Welcome back to the podcast, Jessica. Hey, thank you. Before we get into the topic, can you first tell the listeners what it is you do here for the College of Business at NWTC? Yes, I am the photography instructor on the Green Bay campus. Um, so we have a one-year technical diploma, and I'm the main instructor, basically. <laughs> yeah, and to kind of touch on this, you've actually already been on the podcast yes. before. So yes. not as... I don't know if you're even nervous the first time, but if you no. were, this is this is going to be easier. Yes, exactly. And it gets easier every time we do it. <laughs> and we were talking about storytelling, right, and photography. Yes, So it was a did. really cool conversation. It was. Um, so our topic is getting things done. Yeah. How do we start that conversation? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always think of the, the laundry list of things in my head. And what has to get done this afternoon, tonight, tomorrow, and it's it's overwhelming at times. And it's good to try and figure out like what does everyone use. I, I'm a I'm a big advocate for just learning what other people do and yeah. making a mashup of it. And that's what I use. So, what are some of the things that you're hearing about that others use? I mean, let's let's yeah. create the laundry list. Yeah, exactly. Another laundry list. A let's laundry, another, another list. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so, about what's that list of things that people use? <laughs> I get made fun of for my list. <laughs> oh, let me see. I bet you're making a list. Uh, no, I I've heard. So right now, I use. I've been using the Pomodoro technique, and I don't know oh. if you've heard of that. Yes, all, I but have, yeah. It's kind of a cool thing. I heard about it a few years ago, and I've been using it, and it works really, really well because the point of it is you work in 25-minute increments, and then you get a five-minute break. So you basically get a timer, and you set it for 25 minutes, do your tasks, just start knocking out tasks, and then take a five-minute break to, I don't know, search on social media, whatever it is. Go that, take a walk, right? The squirrel moment. Yeah. I call it the squirrel moment where your brain's just like, oh, I could be. Yeah. And then you wander that way. So it's We don't it's do that at all. No, no, I'm the worst. I really think I'm the worst. Because <laughs> I have so many things in my head. I'm like, oh, I could do this and I can do this. Suddenly I'm doing six tasks and I get nothing accomplished. Mm -hmm. So it's my life goal to be as mentally organized and just organized with my tasks and trying to get things accomplished. So productivity is always top on my list. But so does this, I really like it. Okay, I, I have to remember how to pronounce it again. Pomodora? Pomodoro. Doro. It's it ends in an O. I say Pomodora, but I think it's Pomodoro. Okay. Because it ends in an O. So do you apply this throughout the whole day? Or is it just during your work time or yeah, however you want to or that's what? That's the tricky thing because as an instructor, we don't really yeah. get that. I try and do that, but the reality is I have so much information to get out that it's probably 45 minutes to an hour into class and then we take breaks, yeah. which is too long. So mm -hmm. I should be doing the 25 increment minute increments in class and I, and I don't. It's, it's something I'm striving for. But something to try to yes, get to, right? But definitely when I work, I definitely use that technique because I'm I'm a list creator. So I have these to-do lists and I have a list for grading. I have a list for my business stuff outside of here. I have a list for home. And this, so all these lists, it's like, where do you start? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you try and prioritize. And, and they say that making lists is really unproductive. 
is apparently yeah. the new thing that everyone's talking about is There's unproductive. Yeah. yeah. So this technique at least allows me to prioritize and then I can choose to knock out the little things first because in 25 minutes, I could probably knock six things off that list. Answer yeah. this email, send this email and get that done. It's about focus, but, right? Yeah, it is. It really is focus. And I can focus in 25 minutes. I can't, once I get past that, my brain starts to go, I should be doing this and I should be doing this. Mm -hmm. So if I focus in those increments, it is, it is more productive and there's a whole book on it and things you can look at. And I was going to say, this is a tried and true no, process that yes. people have used and has been very successful for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I know that one of the early podcasters, he's still around, but one that I used to listen to when I first started listening to podcasts was John Lee Dumas. Yes. And he preached about this all the time. I think that was where I first heard it was from oh, him. Okay. Yeah. I remember reading, I think it was on a website. I don't think it was on the podcast, but I remember reading it probably in a blog post or mm -hmm. something that he wrote. But yeah, it was, it was him that he was the first one I heard it from. And I'm like, oh, there's something to this. Yeah, and then yeah. I researched it. So it does, it works well. And then you can skip the breaks. I actually have an app on my laptop and it uses oh. that technique and it's, it's called be focused, but it uses the Pomodoro technique. Okay. So then I can create my task list in there if I want to, mm -hmm. and then just set the timer. It beeps every 25 minutes and allows a five minute break and then beeps. And after I think it's five, five, 25 minute increments, I get a 15 minute break. Um, but I choose sometimes if it's a bigger task, skip the five minute break and just keep going. Cause if sure. I lose focus at that point, I'm yeah. done for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm finally at that point. No, I can't stop. I no. have to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. So I've been known to skip a couple of those breaks. However, it still allows me that focus and the ability to take those breaks. So it works out. Now does that well. app or that program, does that shut a what like shut out all the stuff that could distract you like does it turn off your social media and all no, the extra tabs or anything no okay because i know I that there's there are one. those out there Ooh, I, I just didn't know if that was included in the one yeah. you're using that one doesn't it just shows up in the i work on a mac it shows up on the progress bar in the mac and then it just is a little drop down shows me my time i can check off my tasks as i do it things like that so okay. yeah so it's simple but i would love one that turned all that stuff off yeah they're out there. i'll have to, I'll have to <laughs> Doing a little research and, and look for that. No, I'm going to go on the hunt for that. So I, th you know, on this list, and I, I believe that you even mentioned that there was another like technique that you're using or something yeah, with I'm, this to kind of test it out. Yeah, I just started this. I've been hearing through one of the podcasts I listened to. It's a it's a podcast for photographers, but it is a lot of business related stuff. So it's a lot of entrepreneurs that are talking about how mm, they, yeah. you have their workflow set up and how productive they can be. And I, I've counted the last six episodes that I've listened to every single person has talked about time blocking. Oh, and okay. so I'm doing a little bit more research and I haven't done as much as I would like yet, but it um, basically you just block out and they say roughly like 40, 45 minutes a time. So it's similar half hour to 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you just say this task, this time block, and you literally block out all the hours of your day and say gotcha. this, 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 or if it's a <laughs> weekly thing, like, like one thing I need to block out time for is um, looking through just 
getting up to date on trends and things like that. Yeah, I'm getting to the point where the students are coming in and they know more about the trends than I do because I don't have time to look, but I don't make time. And that's you one of my biggest things. You could use that to your advantage things. though too, I could, right? I could. So tell me about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Enlighten me. Yes. So I do, I do enjoy that because that means that they are doing what I'm yes. trying to get across to them is, you know, continuous learning beyond mm-hmm. what we do in class. So that is a big topic. And it's one thing I want to do more myself that I'm not the greatest at because I'm busy with all the other things. So I need to block out a time. And I did this uh, last year. I did this where I would block out an hour of time in my calendar and no one knew what it was but me. And that was just my time to read articles, to read the magazines that I get and stuff like that, or just play around with techniques. And I, and I need to do it again. I was really good. (laughs) And that's kind of the missing thing, right? So we, block out time to do the things that we know that we have to, which is work-related stuff, Mm -hmm. or we need to take a kid to their soccer practice or something like that. But we need to block out those times that we need for ourselves, right? Whatever that looks like, whether that's, you know, doing yoga. Exactly. Or a moment to just clear your mind of anything or to catch up on trends and any kind of reading that you might have. And that is, that's the one thing that I'm the worst at is that like (laughs) I need to, I used to be adamant about getting up and, you know, 530 in the morning, I get up, you exercise for 45 minutes and then get ready for your day and then do ABC. And I've been really bad about that and I'm paying for it. Like physically Mm -hmm. I'm paying for it. So I need, I know I need to do that. And that's part of this time blocking thing I'm looking into because we all need that mental break. We all need that de-stressor, whatever it is that helps us. So I need, I need to do that. And I think that's important for everyone to realize that, I mean, students too. I mean, you're dealing with, you know, a full-time student could be taking six classes right now. And I think if you just black out, not saying that you might accomplish that task in that time frame, mm-hmm. but you can focus in that time frame and probably be more productive rather than thinking about everything. Right. And and the other thing I would always recommend to anybody is get it out of your head. Right. Don't yeah. let it sit in yeah. your head. You're not going to sleep. You're not going to. And I've learned I have a notepad next to my bed. And if I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't fall back asleep because my brain starts going, <laughs> I write it down and then it's out of my head and I'm okay to forget about it because I know I've written it down. So I think that's important too is just put it somewhere. Yeah. And the time blocking allows you to put it somewhere, right? Yep. So that you know that you're dedicating time to it so you don't have to worry so much about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, okay, I know that I have this time set mm-hmm. for this. I don't need to worry about it right now, but I know that it's going to get done because I have that time. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Nice. And that's why I want to look into that time blocking because it sounds like from what I'm, from what I'm hearing and what I've practiced a little bit, that it, it really does allow that productivity and you to get through those task lists. So if you do, I'm a to-do list person, so I'm not going to get rid of that. That's just not in my nature. So if I keep that list, um, the last, Uh, episode I was just listening to of this podcast, they said that they, he has a to-do list time block. So Mm, all his little, he has small tasks, big tasks and things like that. So he has an hour of time and then he just knocks out all the small ones at once and he'll get like 10 done in that time frame. But then he doesn't have to worry about it because he knows he'll get to it. And then I think he said two or three times a week, he has that small task list item. And then as long as it's not an urgent thing, you're good to go. So All it's right. nice. <clears throat> so there's something I want you to talk about because I know what it's like, obviously, being an instructor 
what an instructor schedule is like. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of people, whenever they start talking about time blocking and whatnot, there's so much out there and it's trending and you'll find YouTube videos on it. And it's like, oh, if you wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning and then you're really productive, then we know that's not true for everybody. No. We have our times, whether it's in the morning, uh-huh. the middle of the day or at night. Yep. So kind of walk us through how do you kind of how are you putting together your blocking at this point? Because yeah. we know we discussed this a little bit earlier about how you're kind of still working through it and trying to you know, see how this works for you and your schedule. How do you walk through doing that and what works well for you? Yeah, I, I find, I find I just have to dedicate days more than anything. Cause I have like, personally, I have grad classes Mm -hmm. that I know you are too, taking that. And then we've got, you know, instructor grading, prepping, just being in class is going to be obviously a built-in time block right yeah. there. But <laughs> that's automatic. But the grading part is the hard thing. So typically for me, most of my classes right now are day classes. So that I can't time block a lot during the day, except for Thursdays, because I have day classes and night class. So I have like a three hour gap in between classes. Okay. Um, that I can sit and do stuff. So I'll sit and I'll say, okay, this half hour is for email. The next hour is for grading. And then, you know, the last hour, you know, maybe little random things that need to get done. So, but typically mine go by days that I'm not here. So Fridays right now, I don't have a class. So it is, and it's also built around a child sleeping schedule. So they, (laughs) I will get up with them, do some stuff. I will allow them a half hour of screen time. That's my email time. That's what I've time blocked for myself. TV goes off. We do things, play around, time block their times out, and then they go to bed and that's grading. Yeah. (laughs) That is a solid two hours of grading that I'm guaranteed every Friday. So do that. Might do be able to do a little bit of stuff after he wakes up from his nap and then everyone comes home from school. And then eight o'clock. Eight o'clock is prime time for me. So any day of the week, eight o'clock is prime time. They go to bed and that's when my work day starts nice. is eight o'clock at night. So I'm definitely I mean, a nice, night but... owl. No, it's not nice. I'm a night owl. I it would be I might be more effective if I did it in the morning, but I'm a night owl. So I just work until I fall mm-hmm. asleep, which is also not good. But that's what works for your schedule. But that's, yeah, my brain is a little bit more, I'm more creative at night. So mm-hmm. I always block prepping time at night gotcha. rather than during the day. Cause I'm worried about too many other things. Um, I'm the queen of procrastination. So <laughs> I've tried to procrastinate in a way that's is not procrastination which doesn't make any sense but (laughs) so when I get a deadline I I forget the deadline immediately and put it in my calendar whatever days or weeks before sure so that I procrastinate to that day but I'm still ahead of schedule yes so that's part of my time block totally get where you're going with that yes (laughs) I'm so bad (laughs) so I do you're scheduling your time I am because I know I I know myself so I know how bad I am at procrastinating. So if I put it three days before it's due to turn in something, yeah. you know, whether it's a, my grad class or whatever, discussion board posts, I always do that. I set the deadline two days before it's actually due so that I'm doing it probably at midnight, the night I'm assuming it's due. So in my head, it's always a Tuesday night, sure. even though realistically it's a Thursday. <laughs> so yeah. yep. I always do that only to get ahead of myself, knowing knowing how I operate. And it's such an interesting point because then I started thinking about it and we have so many students 
that they wait until the last minute. Yes. And that is kind of procrastination because they're yes. just trying to get under the 11.59 p.m. time. So that it's on time. But there's a piece of it where they probably are actually time blocking themselves because that is their their habit. That's yes. what they typically do. Exactly. And it's the same students that will do that every week. They don't find time during the other days mm -mm. or during, you know, during those days or the weekend or whatever it is. Yep. So they're almost time blocking in a way. Now, the thing with that is they have something they have to submit. So they have to worry about if that is complete and enough time and if they want it to be complete and they don't do it within that time then yes. it's gonna be late so yes exactly that, that comes into consideration if you're putting your time block right yeah. next to whenever that due date and time is mm -hmm. yep so that's always a big thing yeah <clears throat> i dedicate sundays too like i know i try not to work too much on weekends because that's I, I block one day every week for family time where we just have nothing scheduled and we do whatever it is we need to or want to do. Uh, usually that falls to a Saturday. And then Sunday is Sunday morning until noon. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a husband who lets me leave and work to get stuff done and mm -hmm. you know, stays home and doesn't complain about it. He's yeah. wonderful that way. And so I just go sit somewhere. I have my dedicated coffee shops that I sit at and I work and get as much of usually it's grad class stuff. But outside of grad classes, that's grading hours. So it's time block that way. But you still have to have that mm -hmm. free time. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll and never stop working. The list never ends. So you have to and make that's it what, stop. That's what people get in trouble with, right? Yes. And especially if you have jobs that allow you a little bit more freedom. Yep. You can find yourself working at all days and all times. 24-7. Yeah. Yep. So it's shutting it off is I the problem. I think that's an extremely important point to make is to schedule your free time and know that you're not going to be doing anything that is necessarily productive yep. at that time and that yep. you're giving that time to, you know, something that you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it works. I've been doing that too. Yep. I know. We've had these conversations. <laughs> and, and whenever you do that, you find more time within the time that you have. Yes. To actually complete the things that you need to complete. Yes. So it's almost like you're working faster or you realize you're just taking too much time to do something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, exactly. You find how to make it work. Yeah. And I, and I was the one that would work constantly and just not nonstop, which... Mm -hmm. Is still kind of true, but I have <laughs> learned just to shut it off at certain points. And I am exactly what you said, more productive at those times where I am working because I know this is the only time that I have. Mm -hmm. So it does allow me to focus a little bit better, which is nice. So for those out there that need to or are sitting here going, yeah, I need to figure this out or I am so stressed. I have so many things. Um, how do you leave this? episode of the podcast what what do you say to them to be able to get going yeah try something out I would I would say just start at least writing it down so that you're not that overwhelming feeling of everything you have to do is usually because it's all that information's living in your head and you're afraid of forgetting something and whatever so if you write it down 
you have a little less to worry about. Just keep setting those reminders. I, I've gone to the point where I set, I use the reminder app on my phone and I know the time of day when I'm gonna work on stuff. So when I have to you know, update a student grade for something, I set it for 8.15 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'll set it and then the next task I have to do, 8.20 p.m. because I know that's gonna take me five minutes so that it just keeps popping up. Do this, do this, do this. So find something that works for you, whether it's just physically writing it down, whether it's just a bullet list in some type document. Um, I use a, a app called Wonderlist that's free mm, and it syncs yeah. to my desktop, my phone, whatever mobile device and I have a task list. So I've got grading lists, I've got business photography lists, home lists and then I just create everything in there that I have to do and break it down. And there's nothing more rewarding than crossing something off or hitting the button and the task disappears. Yeah. So anything that works, whatever works best for you would probably be my biggest piece of advice. Start there and then figure out how you operate so that you know how to effectively schedule essentially your sure. time. Yeah. And I'll add to what you're saying because you just brought up another great point, which is using Wonderlist. Mm -hmm. It syncs across multiple devices. And I think sometimes we end up creating a written list and then we'll use one app in our phone and it's a different <laughs> thing on our browser yes. or whatever. So we have all these different lists that we're creating. Yep. And it's important to find that one place where it's going to store so that you can maybe find it mm -hmm. no matter what you're on. If you have multiple devices so that it's easy to collect that, easy to add to it, easy to delete, especially mm -hmm. check off those things that you completed, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. Having it in one spot is definitely important. I uh, used to be that person, write it on a piece of paper, whatever was handy. And yeah. then that paper is somewhere. <laughs> and then I have another list on another paper. And yeah, so, here's a notebook and yep. here's some post-its and here's my Evernote and here's my notes on my <laughs> iPhone know. and here's a Word document and here's my Google document. That's yeah, exactly it's one it. thing after another. Yep, it's whatever's handy. But if you just have something that's always with you, there was, oh, Target just had a notebook and it's a task notebook. It looks like a journal basically, but it's broken down, allows you to break down your tasks. So they were on clearance. I may have bought all in case I come across somebody who's like, oh, I could really use. And I'm like, here yeah, you go. I have go. one. So I probably, I have six copies. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, anything that you find, if you're, if you're visually, you remember stuff better if you write it down. So I tend to, I've gone back to writing things down, but when I know it's just quick little things, when I'm on the go, I set mm -hmm. the reminders in my phone. And those are things I can usually do through my phone or whatever, emails, whatever. So, you know, I'll do it that way, but try to keep them in one spot. Perfect. <laughs> Jessica, thank you so much for coming in and sharing this topic with us. Yeah, absolutely. To our listeners, we appreciate your time as well. If you have any questions, please consider reaching us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn using at NWTC Business or searching College of Business at NWTC. Mm -hmm.